Hello, this is Mark Tallman, and this is Ask KSB. Uh, it's our first presentation of 2019, and we're making this presentation before the legislature comes to town to talk about the issue of how additional school funding will improve Kansas education. We know school funding, as it seems every year, is going to be a big topic in the legislature. The Kansas uh, legislature last year approved a plan designed to satisfy the Supreme Court's concerns about educational funding adequately. It was a plan that is estimated to add approximately $90 million over the next four years and includes funding of about $200 million added in the current year to get to a level that the court and the legislature agreed would be appropriate. However, the Supreme Court last summer in reviewing that found one problem. They said the legislature got the right number that would take them back to previous constitutional levels, but if the legislature wants to phase it in, in, there needs to be an accounting for the inflation that will take place over that phase in. In other words, the court's really saying you've agreed on the right amount, you want to take time to get there, and that's okay, but the time value of money means it's going to lose some purchasing power, and that needs to be recognized. The Kansas Board of Education has come up with a proposal that would add an inflation adjustment to funding already approved, requiring adding about another $90 million a year, roughly, over the remaining four years uh, to deal with really looking at what past inflation has been. That means the legislature is going to have to be talking about adding funding on top of funding already provided, and it's really important to think about what we'll be getting as a state, as well as, of course, as schools and students and teachers with those dollars, and that's what we want to visit about today. First of all, let's just talk about the impact of this dollars on school operations. Uh, and it's just important to note that the sooner the legislature takes action to address the Supreme Court's concerns, the faster that litigation can be dismissed, the sooner the legislature will know this year what its plan is, get the court's approval, hopefully, and it will then give school districts um, a four-year path going forward where they'll, where they'll have good assurance on what money they'll be getting, how much will be added in future years, and make it much easier to plan for the future and effectively use those dollars. Second area of concern, or the second area of benefit, has to do with school staff. Um, one of the biggest things school leaders uh, express as we go around the state and, and talk is their concern about getting good teachers and other support staff. We know Kansas has fallen behind other states in funding. There's new data coming out that increasingly talks about people all over the country leaving the teacher profession for other either more lucrative or lower stress jobs. And we know a strong economy has made it harder for districts to get all manner of staff uh, from bus drivers to cooks. The additional money provided would allow Kansas schools to raise their salaries to compete with other surrounding states to make up some of the ground we've lost over recent years. It's worth noting that last year, the first big increase in school funding in almost a decade also provided the largest increase in teacher salaries since 2009. In addition, additional funding would allow districts to do things what we sometimes call grow your own programs, where they 
encourage uh, people working in districts or even students to consider the teaching profession and give them assistance to getting the the college training necessary uh, to do that. And finally, it will allow support for professional development programs to help educators continue to improve. Every year, the legislature deals with concerns from bullying and suicide prevention to this year talking about dyslexia uh, that often require more training on the part of teachers. That has a cost. That's part of what those funds would do. The third area of improvement that we would look at is giving all students the opportunity to succeed. This means recognizing that all students don't come to school equally prepared to learn and face different challenges as they move through the school system. Several important ways to address this are proposals to expand early childhood programs, pre-K programs, so that kids have a better foundation when they start, and fund programs such as special education to address issues from dyslexia to severe emotional issues that that, uh, uh, students are struggling with. Um, We know kids have special needs. Much of the funding that has been added over the past two years has been targeted to these students, special ed, at-risk, and other categories. We need to continue to do that to help close the achievement gap and help all students succeed. Third area of concern is student safety and health issues. No no surprise to anyone that this has been a big area of concern. Last year, the legislature provided a special fund to deal with school safety. It only covered half or less, really about 40% of the requests that schools made uh, in this area. So we know there are concerns by both the legislature, local school districts and communities about keeping our schools physically safe. But we also know that students face challenges. Suicide has become a major concern statewide. Helping schools work with their communities and and other partners to address this is a major concern. So adding additional dollars helps support mental health programs. It helps provide more counselors and implement programs to keep schools uh, safe so they're not a threat to themselves or others, and that will help with learning. Next area, uh, and really the final area of focus, is prepare students for college and career success. We know Kansas will continue to need an increase in students who not only graduate from high school, but are prepared for success at the post-secondary level. Last year, the state took a step by providing a free assessment of the ACT test and the ACT work keys test at no charge to all students. We think we need to build on this by giving more students the opportunity to take post-secondary courses through dual enrollment. Uh, This is a way that kids can take courses, uh, college-level courses while still in high school, satisfy both their high school requirements, and get a head start on college. These programs have been growing in popularity in recent years, but cost remains a barrier. Last year, a proposal was made uh, by Governor Collier uh, that would allow students to begin taking these courses at no charge. Modeled on or kind of based on uh, the career technical education expansion that was done several years ago, a program which sadly has not been fully funded. Uh, And finally, we know that we continue to have requirements in school districts to do more effective career planning through career counselors and other support. So all of these issues together are ways that additional dollars will help students be more successful, strengthen our schools. If you have questions about these, uh, you can always contact KASB. And if you're interested in other topics that we can address through Ask KASB, be sure to contact us for ideas as well. Thank you very much. 